Hello, heroes. It's Dr. Zeno with Hero Fuel, which is a few minutes a day, but for your mind, your body, and your future. We just took a little bit of a sabbatical, uh, but now we're back. So what I'm going to talk today is I'm going to go over the six steps to becoming unstoppable. I actually get to see you guys coming on. I just uh, got done this week and I spoke in Chicago at the Elite, uh, Elite Coaching uh, Seminar. And the, the, you know, the theme of it was becoming unstoppable. Hey, Cheryl. And so when it comes to coming unstoppable, we had some really great speakers that were there. I was privileged to be able to go there as well in Chicago. And so I'm going to share with you kind of the brief summary of what I talked about and uh, what I've experienced myself, what I experienced dealing with, you know, I don't know, tons of CEOs, you know, so there are distillable factors to become unstoppable. So let's just get right into it. So step one. So, well, actually, I'll give you the, I'll just give you the end result and then we'll work backwards, kind of, sort of. So the main thing we want to attain is an irrational, irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose. See, that's the state you want to be able to reach. That's when basically that equals unstoppability. You know, you're unstoppable at that point. And so it all starts with the want, right? So you want to want it. So it starts with this want, but a lot of times we have to understand why we want it. Do you really want it? And it's something that I can't make you want, right? This is, this is a part that uh, comes from within. You know, do you want it because you thought it was a good idea? Do you want it because, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of people want things and they want things just like a homeless person wants something, right? Meaning, you know, a homeless person wants a million dollars. Yeah. But they're wishing, they're dreaming, right? They're not putting the, they're, they're not doing the steps to get there, right? There's a lot of things in between that. So a lot of times our wants could be wishes. So we got to really make sure like, is it a want? If that want, that want then develops into a desire. So now this is something where it's almost viscerally attached, right? So it's a desire. It's something that you really desire. It starts to consume most of your, uh, most of your message, right? This, this desire you have. Then the desire then turns into a decision. This is huge. This, this separates you from the bum. Really does. Like, you know, in Rocky, because I watch Rocky a lot. So Rocky, there was a moment where he made a friggin' decision. And the decision was in Rocky one, he says, I'm not going down no more. He made the decision. It was a beautiful part. Many people miss it, but it was a definitive part of the whole entire series. So you could want something great. So does everybody else want something, but then it becomes a desire. It's a little bit more visceral, consumes most of your thoughts. But when you have that desire now, now you need to make a decision. And the toughest thing in life is to make a decision, but it's the decision to go forward and to make it work. When you make a decision, it also comes with zero exit strategy, zero. It's 100%, it's 10 out of 10 commitment, and you go. And there's no way out, it's burning the bridges. It's it, you know, you know break, breaking the boats, burning the bridges, no exit strategy. Because if you're a nine out of a 10, if there's just that one sliver of an option, B, if there's that option B, if there's that like little exit plan, then you will lack the resourcefulness and the resolve to do something that, that needs to be done to go the extra mile, to serve, to find a way there, there is no way. And that becomes what I call the secret sauce, right? That really is. It's, it's well, how do you explain one person? They both go to the same school. They both learn the same education. One becomes the top in the world and one doesn't. Or how do you explain when someone works for somebody and they learn, but then they can't re reproduce it because it's the 1%. It's willing to do and, and do whatever it takes to do it. It's that 10 out of 10 commitment. And so you gotta see, well, well, how do I get a 10 out of a 10 commitment? Again, it comes from 
inside. Like I, I cannot train that in you. I cannot teach you. It, it's actually part of the art. That's why the want, you go deeper, it's a desire. And then at the desire, you make a decision. And then when you make that decision, it's an all-in decision. You're not worried about making the wrong decision. Then when you make the decision, there's something beautiful that comes and that's called enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, it's, it's like spiritual, within. So now enthusiasm comes. And enthusiasm is the, is the very thing that I could read a script and someone else could read a script and I could get better results than somebody else. Why? Because there's something from within. There's an enthusiasm, there's an art, there's a hero, right? So the enthusiasm, coupled with desire and the decision to go forward and make it happen without exit strategies, that enthusiasm leads you into action. So enthusiasm is basically faith in action. That's what enthusiasm is. You made the decision, you close the doors, there's no option, and you're freaking excited about it. So you're, you're excited about the risk, you're excited about the punches in the faces, you're excited about the learning experiences, you're going. It's all, all or nothing. You took, you, you literally got all the chips, and you push the chips into the center of the table and you bet on yourself. And the most important relationship in your life is the one with yourself. And so now you have enthusiasm. Wow, faith in action. Now I'm going and faith in action turns into the fifth stage or the fifth step, which is now you invest in yourself. And that's investing time and money because you wanna shrink the time curve. You wanna shrink that learning curve. And so you get accountability. And the accountability could be hiring coaches. The accountability could be learning a skill. The accountability could be um, just investing yourself in other programs and stuff to become better and shrink time. Because you're investing in yourself. So everything that is towards that desire is worth it to you. You know, a very easy, a very easy way I could tell you is, you know, a star, like here, I would spend a lot more money in getting coaching or having someone to help me speak than I would a Starbucks coffee. You're like, well, what are you kidding me? Why would you spend thousands and five, five figures on something uh, on a coach to help you do a talk, but you won't spend $5 on a coffee? That doesn't make sense. You're right, because now to be successful, you must enter into a rational space. So for someone else to consider what I do irrational, it's their opinion, but it's absolutely rational to me. A cup of coffee from Starbucks is, I have no value for it, but I'll drop $100,000 on good coaching to make me a better person to help me reach my desire quicker. You follow what I'm saying? So this is where you bet on yourself and investing in on yourself is betting on yourself. And then when you bet on yourself, you take 100% responsibility. That means you own the wins and you own the losses, right? You take them both and you appreciate them. They, is, they are what they are. And then when you get that accountability, that coaching, invest in yourself, and then you go to the utmost stage, which is irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose. That's when the majority of your thoughts of the day in the 24 hours or let's say the 18 hours you're awake in the day, the majority of your thoughts are literally on this desire. You can't stop thinking about it. It's the thing that gives you life. People will call you unbalanced. They will call you obsessive. They will call you irrational. But when your mind is consumed most of the day and you're fo or, and focused on that desire, focused on that thought, to an irrational standpoint, it literally creates a self-hypnosis of confidence. It creates a self-hypnosis of always finding a way to make it work and, and, and work on the details. So it, it is, you know, be, having an irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose is a form of self-hypnosis and it, it is a form of, uh, 
you know, just like people say affirmations, it literally, it's just, it's that. It, it is the very thing, it is the very secret sauce that gets you there. And I wish I could tell you, and I gave you the stages right there. Number one, you gotta want it, right? And that want turns into a desire. That desire turns into what? A decision. Very, that's a very important stage. The decision, you went all in. You went all in, there's no going back. And now there's enthusiasm. It brings you feel life, you feel excited again. And then the enthusiasm leads you to teaming up with other superheroes or learning skills to shrink that time and learning curve. And then it gets to the point where all you could think about is that desire being accomplished? Is that purpose being accomplished? And now it's an irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose and no one could touch you. That is an unstoppable person. If you ever go head to head with someone who's irrational, obsessive, and they have a definitive purpose, you'll never beat them, don't even try. And every athlete, when I look at their interviews, you know, number two, I, here's a big thing, I wanna let you guys know, there's no secret. There's never been a secret, there's no luck, there's no chance, it never happened. Like, when you dig deep, when I watched an interview on Colby Bryant, or I watched an interview on all these great people do amazing stuff, somewhere in the interview, I'm like, yeah, there it is, yeah, no secret, there are no secrets. They, are, they have an irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose on being the best they could possibly be in what they desire. But then now it comes down to this, how do you get there? It has to come from you. So this talk should provide two things. Maybe what you're doing isn't what you really want or desire. The reason why you are where you are right now, the reason why your finances are the way that they are is because that's where you want them to be. The reason why your body looks the way it does, it's because you wanted it to be. The reason why your marriage is mediocre, because you wanted it to be. The reason why your business is doing okay is because you wanted it to be. Accept it, take it, and ask yourself, well, do I want it better? Or am I comfortable? There's no right or wrong, but don't say you want something. Don't say you want the million dollar this, or you want this, or you want that, without willing to put in the work, have a decision made, put in the enthusiasm, invest in yourself, get the accountability, get the coaches, and get ridiculously, irrationally obsessive and definitive on that purpose. You know, it's, it's, the, it's only 1%, it's only that little bit, but it's that 1%. That, that takes you to a place where many people will never get there. And you never get there because you're not actually walking in the thing that you could be obsessed over. So think to yourself, what is something that you could do and you forget to eat? What is the thing that you could do and time flies by? Or you don't need sleep? Or if I gave you $50 million, you would do it anyway. That is a really good sign. That is a really good kind of marker that that's really close to the thing that, that that's something in your life that you can become irrationally, obsessively, and definitive on. Very important, I know it's very tough. If you're at a job that you don't like and you get sleepy and you're tired, you're not gonna turn that around into some obsessive thing. It's just not gonna happen because it's all coming from within. You're not gonna have enthusiasm. Yes, you could get better. Yes, you could learn a skill. Yes, you could you know, learn your systems better. But at the end of the day, the person who wakes up, the person who is happy for Monday, the person who, who is mad at Saturday and Sunday because they can't get they can't wait to go to their purpose on Monday. Or when you're irrational obsessive, Saturday and Sunday are even great because then they could actually work on their definitive purpose even more. And that's the difference, guys. And the only, the only blind spot there that I can't help you figure out is, is it goes back to you have to actually really want it for yourself. It has to be something that you could ride on, you could bet on, and then you could think, I would rather do nothing else in this point in my life. And seasons will change. Maybe in seven years or eight years, you'll say, well, I don't get excited about this anymore, and you evolve and you expand, 
But at the end of the day, that's the thing. So many of you see, like you might read my bio and you might see these things. You see the things that I'm irrationally obsessive over. See, that's, it's, but if you, if I, if you told me to do something that I wasn't excited about, I'd be below average for sure. So that's why, you know, focus on the things that you know you could get obsessed over, like whether it be for me bodybuilding or chiropractic or speaking or helping people in talks or the hero message. It's like, it's laser focused and you can't force yourself to do it. You can't say, I'm gonna wake up today laser focused. It happens anyway. You know, you, 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 you love something, you enjoy something. So, and what I mean by love, you have unconditional appreciation for it so much, you reach a state where it consumes your mind so much so much, you're thinking about it all the time. You never turn off and to someone else, it seems irrational, obsessive, that is the person who achieves it, plain and simple. And a lot of times you wouldn't trade places with that person because you're not willing to do what they did. There you go. But the only reason why they did something you're not willing to do is because they had such a strong desire, enthusiasm, and they made such a decision and they wanted it so bad, that was the key. That made them obsessive. So obsession is a really great thing. Being irrational is a really great thing. And if you're thinking, oh, well, what about balance? Come on, stop it. You're using the whole balance bullshit. You know why? Because that's a way, that's a waste for you to procrastinate. That's something you can leverage. That's a crutch you can leverage for not doing and taking it where you need to take it. Stop using that. You can have it all. Because the way you do one thing, you do everything. And like I said before, the reason why you wanted to, hey, I always use the, uh, the uh, flower in the card. If you have a mediocre marriage, is it really hard to buy flowers? Is it really hard to get a card? Is it really hard to go on a date night? No. So why don't you? You know why? Because you didn't want to. That's it. And I'm not, there's no judgment here. Your body, grab your belly. Is it overweight, over fat? Yeah. Why? Because you wanted to. Because you didn't want to go to the gym. You didn't want to eat right. You didn't want to do the things. You know why? And that's fine. But at least stop making excuses. And at least say, listen, I am in the state I am because I want to and because I got myself here, because I wanted to get myself here, even by default, I still have the same power to get myself to a place I want to be. So there you go. Let's review it again and we'll close. Number one, you got to want it, right? I want this. So it could start like, hey, I would really like to own a business. Great. Awesome. That's a good idea. Then I desire to own this business. Now it's stronger, right? The word desire, that means it's consuming more of your thoughts. Yes. I desire. Three, damn it, I'm making a decision. We're doing it. Well, what, what do you mean you're doing? Yeah, I'm making a decision. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna moonlight if I have to. I'm gonna work my full-time job. I'm gonna start my small business on the side. I mean, I got to the point where I gotta quit my job now and I gotta do that. Like you made a decision and the decision is risky and there's a lot of unknowns, but with the decision comes this state of enthusiasm. You're excited, you have life again. It's like oxygen, holy shit, right? And that enthusiasm leads to, well, I, I want to shorten the time curve because we always feel like we're running out of time. And so we get coaches and our coaches see the blind spots. Our coaches teach us skills that we may have not known. We get apprenticed. We talk to someone who's a, a year ahead of us in something that we would love to do and they teach us the ins and outs and shrinks the learning curve. And then we invest in ourselves. We say, I'm taking all of it and I'm putting it in the center of the table and I'm going all in on me. How scary is that? Just think in Vegas, they put the ball and they spin, the, they spin the, you know, the roulette table and they put the ball on there and you put all your chips on your number. Are you willing to do that for yourself? And that also becomes investing in you. There's also a self-confidence issue. So why would someone, see when you become irrational and obsessive, those people also have a sense of inner self-confidence and somewhat naivety. They're, they're naive 
to be willing to go in all, all on themselves. So you put that all the money on that one on that one number, hoping that thing's going to fall around and hit your number. You're all in. And when you go all in, 10 out of a 10, you become resourceful. There's no way out. So you have to move forward. Therefore, a failure is a course correction. A failure is contrast. And you learn, you, you clarify what you want. You clarify what you don't want. And you evolve and expand into what you want to do. And then it gets to the point where your desire is so strong, you think about it all the time. Because thinking about it and doing it is oxygen to you. Thinking about it and doing it. The act of doing it becomes the reward. There you go. That's all I have to tell you. Irrational, obsessive, definitive purpose means it makes you unstoppable because the act of actually doing that thing is your reward. Done. So the money that comes in, the riches that come in, the all accolades that come in, all bonus. You don't even think about it because the reward was the act of doing it. So hopefully, hopefully this blessed you guys and it gave you, you know, may, maybe for some of you, it, it might change your thinking of where you're at right now to make a decision. For some of you, you are feeling that way and you felt guilty because you felt somewhat obsessive. I'm here to tell you on the right track. Go all in, go all out it. Because as Jim Rome says, as human beings, we could always wake up the next day, tear up the script and start over again. So have a great day. Thank you so much for watching Hero Fuel. Please share this and like this. Send to your friends and family who need it and have an amazing day. God bless.